Welcome to the Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. I'm your host, Brady O'Callaghan. And I'm Joey Price, also your host. Hey, what a team so far. Oh, two so far. But it gets way, way better. What? Today with us, on record, on mic, on a hot, hot mic, but not in the bad way, our good friend, comedian, Devin Ritchie. Hi, guys. Um, I'm so happy to be here at the Bean. Yeah, hey, thanks. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. Us. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. We're mm-hmm. super excited to have you on here. Yeah, uh, we're going to be talking to Devin about the Oakland A's and mm-hmm. uh, being a baseball fan from California and um, you know changing allegiances somewhat. But mm-hmm. first, as always, we're going to pop into a little news segment. Let's pop into the news booth and get to the news. Cool. Kick it off, Joe. (laughs) Okay. I think I already did with that perfect kind of introduction. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, Okay. Uh, The Yankees and the the 2020 uh, schedule is announced, and the Yankees Mm -hmm. and the White Sox are playing a game at the Field of Dreams Field in 2020. that's essentially what the news of it is. It's a fun thing for them to be doing. Baseball's been trying to do these like, oh, let's go to London and have a game. Let's go to Japan and have a game. Mm-hmm. Like, let's Hawaii. go to the middle of Iowa. Yes, let's go to the middle of Iowa. The real field of yes. dreams. Field? So yeah, so we uh, we've talked about this on the podcast before. The the that field was made for the movie, and then the owner of the land just kept it. Yeah. Well, here's. They're not playing on the exact field, I guess. They're constructing a new ballpark on the same property. You can't ruin the field. <laughs> yeah, I think that truly is it. That is, though, such like a waste of resources. What else are they well, going to use this thing hey, for? Yeah, but they got to build like Yoda stands. has a ghost played on that field, okay? <laughs> sacred ground. It's truly sacred. Um uh, yeah, big believer in that. But yeah, they got to bring in stands and stuff. I think it's cool just being around. Yeah, no, it is it'd cool. be a cool it's baseball cute. day to go, mm-hmm. um, watch a game, and then tour the field. Uh, uh, as a side note, Bernie Sanders is playing a softball game there too. It's like Bernie Bernie Sanders um, at the team. Field of Dreams. Yes, oh, man, they do anything in Iowa for <laughs> <laughs> that caucus. Tis the season. Yep, <laughs> and it will be for the next like four months. I know. Yep. Yeah, until uh, until we die. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah, yeah. We're all planning on dying in 2020. I mean, I it just when that's over, a new one starts, you mm-hmm. know? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Up next. Um, that's cool. The Oakland A's uh, signed a pitcher. This was my news. It was? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. great. Um, Devin said he was coming in. He had a hot news story. Do you want to tell it? Go for it. Uh, sure. So this guy went to the uh, Colorado Rockies game as a fan and threw a pitch that was 96 miles per hour, uh, like in their like fan pitch area, but it would like set this record for fans and stuff. And his brother, um, his name's Nathan Patterson and his brother, Christian like tweeted about it and was like, let's get this guy signed. And two weeks later, that man plays for the Oakland A's. It's so funny. The A's always looking for a market inefficiency. <laughs> like, oh, maybe it's fans. <laughs> yeah. They love like a weird viral moment instead yeah, of yeah. like actual talent. But um, yeah. It's really cool. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah. Why not? I like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah, if you can throw that hard, 
Might yeah. as well. I, you know, that's why they have coaches. I just like that baseball is a, still a sport you can get into this way. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like fully locked up by like a college system or something that is like, oh, you can't get in there. Like, no, just come and throw fast and we'll put you on the field. <laughs> yeah. This I, truly I, is like a like the a kid's sports movie moment, like the big green mm-hmm. where he like kicks a ball very far and they're like, whoa, we need this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, did like a month ago did one of those test test your how fast you can throw things at a baseball game you know just a radar gun uh-huh. throw it and um i didn't get a half of 96 miles per hour <laughs> i don't know how fast that would be how fast was i was i did like 45 that feels good like that's a fast car if that car hits you <laughs> you're in trouble sure yeah you can out throw a yeah, fairly yeah. fast car yeah that you're getting a speeding ticket in a school zone for going Absolutely that fast. Absolutely, you are. Whoa. Okay. Thanks, Devin. Got some heat on that. Joey. <laughs> Let's get Joey Price signed. <laughs> o- Oakland days. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's available. <laughs> Imagine trying to hit a car out of the ballpark. All right. Um, on Sunday, Giants closer Will Smith got in his first plate appearance hit in his career hit a two run single uh, to. Uh, help the Giants pad a one-run lead, so it went from a one-run one, one lead to a three-run lead. And uh, it is in the bottom of the eighth. Uh, it's another argument um, against the designated hitter, as we talked about on an episode a couple weeks ago with my father, uh, because in an ordinary game, you could just have the DH hit then, and the closer would be able to come in or stay in, but the closer was brought in for the eighth inning, Will Smith, and so they wanted him to be able to pitch the ninth, so they had to have him hit yeah. in a pretty high-leverage situation, and he got this base hit. He was nearly thrown out at first, uh, and afterwards, when they asked him, like, I guess the whole team was yelling at him to run faster down the line, and he was like, I can't. I'm just that slow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You yeah. know what would make it even more remarkable and if miraculous? It was Will Smith. Number one, yes. If um, he was a closer for an American League team, and this was a pretty rare interleague uh, experience mm-hmm. where they're playing at a home home field advantage National League. But like, this isn't that rare for you know a baseball uh, National League pitcher to get hit. Take that, Lloyd, if you're listening. Okay, yeah, it is rare for a relief pitcher to hit. Yeah. That's a that's a good as hell point. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it was fun. I was literally talking to my mom on the way here, who's like a huge Giants fan. And I was talking to my mom on the way here, who's a huge Giants fan. And she was just like, uh, I'm like, eh, what else is going on? And she's like, got to bring up Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom knows. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, last one. Labor Torres of the Yankees hit his 13th homer against the Orioles this season which is a tie for the second most homers hit against one appoint, uh, one opponent in a season. Literally half of his home runs this year have been against the Orioles. Yeah, it's crazy. Poor Orioles. But also, like, that's insane. 13 home runs against one team in a year. It's crazy. Yeah, they must not like him very much. Yeah, and they have another series left. So he could, I think Get 14 more. is the record. Wow. So he could, he could break it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, a lot of home runs. It's so, like, 13 is like, there's, nobody on the Giants has 13 home runs. I don't no. think that's quite true, but, it's, you know, yeah, it's crazy. 
Didn't he like start the season with a three home run game? Uh, he might have. Was... Yeah, it could have been against the Orioles. Yeah, sure. That would be a good enough start. And he hit a couple just in this past series against them. I mean, the Orioles are bad, but it's still crazy to be that good against one team. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, freaking Yankees. Mm. Freaking Yankees. Yeah. Freaking Yankees. Man. I also don't love the Yankees. <laughs> wow. Good. Yeah. Hot good. take. Yeah. Good yeah. guess. Yeah. Good guess. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. That's that wraps up the news. That's everything that happened in baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. And also Joe Panic. Oh yeah. Joe Panic. R.I.P. <laughs> he's <laughs> he's going on. to the Mets. Yeah, he's though. on he's on the Mets. He's playing for the Mets. Which yeah, I like. Which him is now, good. Yeah. Because yeah. I can go see him. He was a Giants easily. player. Love a, a lovely a Giants time. player. Yeah was a huge part of their 2014 World Series, and he hasn't been very good for the last two seasons. So yeah. he was designated for assignment, and the Mets picked him up. And I think he's already done pretty well for the Mets. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. The Mets are it's really good. hot right now, and that's fun. Yeah, it is really fun. Um, uh, great. Cool. All right. Uh, as always, crack of the bat, crack of the can. We got a little beer here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, we're drinking um, a couple of beers today. We're drinking mm. Easy Jack IPA, which is by Firestone Walker Brewery. They're located in Paso Robles, which is mm-hmm. a couple of hours south of the Bay Area. And then uh, we're also drinking um, a Lagunitas Pilsner from Petaluma, California, located about an hour north of the... I don't know. Is that considered the Bay Area? Petaluma? Petaluma? I'd say so. Yeah, okay. So about an hour north of San Francisco mm-hmm. in the Bay Area. And... Um, uh yeah, that's uh, uh they, they both I believe can be found at Oakland Coliseum, home of the Oakland A's. That's right, and uh, they're good good options. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so yeah. far. Yeah, it's nice. It's a good one. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, if we bright. could maybe just talk to Firestone Walker for a second here. Mm-hmm. Hey, F Dub. Wow. Well, look at what we're doing for you. This is huge press. A, a free plug? And it's delicious. Oh, wow. Just, could you do that again just so that we can... This Firestone Walker is delicious. Devin is signing away the rights for you to use that clip for your commercials if you want. Please use it <laughs> for free. All we ask is for a freaking six-pack. Just a freaking six-pack. Just send it on over. Come on. We got one of these 24-ounce cans. I tell you what, you can send us three of those. Mm-hmm. Not even a sixer of a standard, whatever. And the Easy Jack, I feel like this is a high in alcohol. Like, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not? No, it's 4%. Oh, but easy drinking, a, you say? Uh-huh. Wow, that's a great ballpark beer. It's a great Listen, one. Firestone, it, all of this could be yours. We're signing off the rights. Take our podcast. Take the podcast. (laughs) Just send us some beer. Okay. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right. Lagunitas, you too. Oh, yeah. Ditto. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Um, Let's talk walk-up music, yeah? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Cool. We got some athletics with some pretty serious picks. Mm -hmm. Kicking things off. Took a little look at these earlier, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some good ones. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was... Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny check-in. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. This is, it is crazy. I mean, how many teams have we done so far? 10 to 12, something yep. around that range, and only one team has not had Bad Bunny on it? It's the Red The Sox? Boston Red Sox, right. Yeah. They got to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Because I was looking at the Giants, too. And, you know, yeah. Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval's got the bad got bunny. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, why don't we, uh, we'll kick it off with uh, Ramon Laureano. Uh, he has an Ozuna song. He's another big reggaeton act featuring Bad Bunny. Great. The song is Solita. Ni que ningún bobo se le pegue Yo te lo voy a hacer como es Yeah Dime donde quieres que te llegue Good? Yeah, oh, I'm ready to hit a home run <laughs> Yeah I think he's got a ton of attitude Yeah mm-hmm. I love it yeah, I think it nice. also kicks it up Yeah At some point Sure Let's skip ahead, let's see Yep Oh Yeah Yeah, this is great That's This a is a very one. strong pick Yeah mm-hmm. All right Hey, good on you for having Bad Bunny in there. Nice, uh, nice job, Loriano. Mm-hmm. He's also got a great arm. And we love that. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Josh Fegley with uh, Stick Figures, Fire on the Horizon. Gorgeous. <laughs> Feels like I'm in a dream sequence. You know, I'm not it's hyped. A, but it sounds it's, like it's uh, like a song from the Garden State soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah. I would say it's not hype. But it kind of puts me in a dreamy, like, head zone. <laughs> yeah. You know, be like, I'm yeah. In it. yeah, it's like slow motion. I'm walking up there and, like, I don't know, seeing the girl of your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got, it's like, like, off the OC soundtrack. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely got that. Kind of has Mid- a little reggae, oh, yeah. like, yeah. out there, yeah. Mid-2000s, ethereal, dreamy mm-hmm. vibe. It's not bad, but it's not, like, I'm not ready to strike a dude out or sock a homer. This is a weird choice, I would say. <laughs> I would yeah. say it's yeah. bizarre. One it's of the weirdest. Unusual, yeah, an unusual choice. Um, one for you later. Okay, groovy. Uh, up next, we have Mark Kanha. Is that a, I don't know how to say his name, but... I think that's right. He's coming... With a real good pick. I'm going to oh. skip. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one stood out. Right? <laughs> yeah. You've got to appreciate this. Madonna's Vogue. If you don't know it, you absolutely should. Yeah, this is good. This is incredible. For yeah. a baseball player I know. to choose Madonna, yeah. Vogue. Yeah. Like, a, like, you know how the baseball stadium is a famously queer space, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and how all the baseball players, like, really celebrate that. Yeah. Yes. And there, I mean, there is a dearth of, of like, female artists in general sure. on these playlists, too. I've noticed a lot of, like, Britney, but it seems like some of them are attacked with a little irony. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I'd like to believe this is sincere. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone ironically liking this song, only because it, it it's so good. Yeah. It's just so good. It's such a banger. It's yeah, crazy. this is... This is very, very good. Very fun. A fun surprise. Good for you, Bold. Go hit a home run to Bold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or strike a guy out. We're not sure oh, what yeah. position. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. Up next, we have Brett Anderson uh, with Evacuate the City's Recollection. <laughs> and it sounds exactly how you'd imagine Evacuate the City to sound. I'll be the first to say... 
I think I love it. Okay, so here's why I like it. Dude. Okay. Devin's not so sure. Go ahead. Why I like it is that the songs that we hear on playlists that are almost trying to do this on, on other teams that are like trying to get this vibe yeah. are, suck. They're, like they're just like they're not going all the way. You know what I mean? They're like half-assed and they're half committed to like having this kind of sound as your song. And this, I like that he's just like, oh no, it's just going to be like screaming, yeah, uh, uh, rock. Like it's it's like there's nothing else to it than that. Yeah. I don't think the song is good. I mean, I mean, I kind of even like this genre of music where I really did grow up on all this type of genre of music. But like as a baseball player, this is your choice, you know, like this is your actual choice. Um, I don't know. Like mostly I'm seeing like, you know, people like wanting to pick like a, just a masculine choice. Like, yeah, that's sure. like a cocky, mm-hmm. screaming, masculine choice. Yeah. It's just like, that's, that's, and this is like, is this what you wanted to pick? Yeah. Is it what you wanted to pick? It definitely has the energy of some guy who's just at a party and unplugs whatever music in so he could plug in his phone to play what he thinks yeah. a party should sound like. Yeah. It's like poppy or brand new. Like, what yeah. Is this band? I'll take it over like Huba Stank that we've had. You yeah. Know? Who has Hoobastank? There was wasn't there a Hoobastank in a mm. or Incubus. Incubus. Well that's dope. <laughs> 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 we're gonna talk California today, by the way. Yeah. I'd come out to the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> Hell yes. All right. Up next, um, we have our last one, Robbie Grossman with Fat Pat's Tops Drop. You guys, I think it's truly incredible. It's like I'm like in the electric light parade here. Yeah. Oh. It does just feel dated. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely 90s vibes. Yeah, I like this a lot. This is a really good one. I think this is one of my favorites so far. It just has a really good flow, a good vibe. Yeah. A little bit of attitude. Is there a chorus? Yes. Can we hear it? Wait, when it, is it going to get to it soon, probably? I think it does get to it very soon. And it's great. Oh, I know this song, I feel like. Maybe it just sounds like a song. Yeah, this is good. I like this a lot. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah, that's really fun. I'm into it. I also bet this guy's like, that is my favorite song. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, pretty good. Pretty good. Definitely some left field picks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is the time for this, but I think it is the time for this because I went to high school with somebody who's uh, um, playing for the Rockies right now. Um, and I looked up his walkout music and, uh, so he's Brian Shaw of the Colorado Rockies uh-huh. and he played for the Cleveland Indians for yeah. a time uh-huh. and then the Diamondbacks before that. Um, and his walkout music is this, um, it's this band called Clergy with a K. Okay. I'm looking it up. <laughs> okay. And the song is called, uh, Start a War. 
Okay. This is the dude I graduated with. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. he a pitcher? Yes. He is, he is a, pitcher. a pitcher. Okay. He was in the World Series. With the so Andy. you okay. want to start a war <laughs> in the age of my God? Oh, no. <laughs> it's a weird choice. I like it. It is. With a loaded gun. So you want to start a war? You know what? It definitely has the same vibe as like the people who picked the Game of Thrones song to start off. I feel like this is going to change into something. Yeah. It does a little bit, but not that much. Bang. Oh, wow, yeah. I kind of almost, I'm almost expecting Shots this to like change into like an Evanescent song suddenly. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's not going to, is it? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it gets a little faster of a beat, but like, I don't Skip think ahead. So you wanna start a war. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I kind of like it. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I think it's a fun pick. Yeah, and and pretty different than the other types of songs that we get. Yeah, I think too. so. Yeah, yeah. Shaw, you get an A for originality. Yeah, we like it, Shaw. We love it. Thanks awesome, Shaw. Thank you, Shaw. That's cool. Yeah, you went to school with him. Yeah, we graduated together. Um, and he played baseball at my high school too. Um, not that he was like the most famous runaway baseball star at my school, um, but he just kept doing it, you know, and eventually. He got brought up. That's right. Some some other big baseball player went to your school too. That's right, right. Randy Johnson. Wow. And some other big pitcher went to my school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and ran, I went to Livermore High School in Livermore, California, in the East Bay. And um, that's always what I knew about my school. Randy Johnson went there, and Randy Johnson, you know, famously, you know, great pitcher and exploded a bird. You know, <laughs> like this. Yes. Uh huh. Um, does not like Livermore High School. He is not a fan of our high school. Wow. I guess that he does have like some resentment towards it, like them not like respecting his talent while he was there or something. But he like all the money he's made and donated like has gone to his like colleges and other towns that he's lived in mm-hmm. and nothing. And we do name our baseball stadium after him. Oh man. <laughs> it is not like a nice baseball stadium <laughs> at all. It's seriously like a little league like thing behind a bunch of like uh, you know, like portable classrooms. Um, Jeez. Yeah. And it's just like a cheap plastic sign. that's like the Randy Johnson field. I don't, because he played uh, for the Giants towards the end of his career. And mm-hmm. I I don't think he was like super fond of living in the Bay Area then either. Yeah. Like, I don't think he was a huge fan of the organization or just being in San Francisco, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's what I remember as well. Yeah. I'm just like being like, this isn't my vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, we'll talk more about Devin's history with baseball mm-hmm. right now. Cool. Devin, you got, um, it's been brought up uh, mm-hmm. already, but you're a California boy. I am a California boy, and I'm from all over California. I was born in um, Long Beach, grew up a little in L.A., um, mostly grew up in the Bay Area in the East Bay, in um, Livermore, and then lived in Sacramento for a number of years before I moved to New York City. Um, wow, so that truly is like all over. Oakland to Sacktown, the Bay Area, and back down. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Callie's where I put my Mac down. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up um, not in a traditional baseball family either. You know, like they weren't like diehard freaks really. I think it was just like a fun thing to do for a while. Uh, like my dad's like a Scottish immigrant, you know? Uh, so like 
soccer was more important and stuff. Sure. Um, but we would go to a lot of like Dodgers games because um, we live pretty close to that. And so there are so many pictures of me like being at like um, like Dodgers like opening day um, and just like full swagged out in all gear, me and all my siblings, my entire family, like years in a row too. Um, and it's funny because now we're all Giants fans and they're like bitter rivals. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I got to hide these pictures <laughs> like, for myself. Um, but I never had that much allegiance to the Dodgers. Um, and it was just much too early for me to ever be paying attention to them. Yeah. Right. How old were you when you like moved to the Bay Area? Oh, like six, okay, seven. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So that was just like my formative years. So I do have just have a lot of formative like memories being at the ballpark, though, mm-hmm. and like valuing like opening day and stuff. Right. But it's um, more so just like I, I have a memory of positivity towards baseball. Absolutely. And yeah. I do think that there's just something about like, yeah, we go to the one nearest to us. And yeah, that's absolutely. the one we like. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And so when we moved up to the East Bay, it's Livermore. So it's like kind of uh, like Oakland adjacent. Uh, it's the East Bay. It's, it's as far as you can call the Bay Area in the East <laughs> um, before it starts to be like Central California over the Altamont. Um, so I'm really close to Oakland, um, and you could just take Bart over to Oakland. You could take Bart straight to um, uh, the stadium and just walk into the into the stadium from Bart. And we um, would just do that. And like in the '90s, uh, A's games were so cheap. Yeah, it was. And specifically, Wednesdays were a dollar, and you can also get a hot dog for a dollar. And so we went like every Wednesday for a long time. Um, and also just like I would hang out with other people's families and that's what they would do. Or, you know, like, that's oh, amazing. my other friend's brother would just take us there. Yeah. Yeah. We've also like, we bang this drum on the podcast a whole lot, but we, it, baseball these days is too expensive and like yeah. that driving the cost down and making it affordable is a great way to get fans in those seats. Yeah. You know, absolutely. If it, it was a dollar, I would just. If I was bored on like a Thursday night, yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll go and catch the game. Yeah, yeah. Oakland is like w- one of the few places that has still found ways to kind of do some of those like um, uh, uh, more kind of like uh, economical measures and stuff like that, which has been good. And I think it's been like I think their attendance is okay at least. Um, I imagine that they that will probably change if they open a new stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for now, like it is a place where you can go and see a game for pretty cheap. If I think if you want, well, I also like the public transportation can yeah. get you there. Yes, you it, know, t- which it is drops like, you right there. Yeah, which is like good for just people to access the game. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's invaluable. Yeah. yeah. Also, in the '90s, I was also going to like Warriors games um, because like they were really small market. Yeah. Back in the day, and you know nobody knew who they were, and I wish I still had my '90s Warriors windbreaker. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it they're talking about building a new stadium. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't there? They're talking about moving it outside of Oakland proper. Or am I making that up? Oh, that's the Warriors, right? The Warriors are moving to San Francisco. The Warriors have already played their last game. Okay, they will be in San Francisco at the beginning of next season. The A's for a little while were considering a move to San Jose, Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. but the Giants own the rights to San Jose or something like that. I don't know. It's a confusing situation. Mm. So they would have to allow the A's to do that. And Mm. I think that they aren't going to. And so the the A's are looking at building a new stadium in Oakland in a, in like um, Jack London square area, uh, which would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a more, more 
centrally located place that has a lot of space. It's kind of like um, in- industrial adjacent a little bit too, you know, so mm-hmm. but it, it oh, would be cool. good. Yeah, it'd be a good spot for it. Um, and it, it and just also comes so close to public transportation. It comes right. down to who's paying for it. Exactly. Yeah. And their stadium right now is right next to the Raiders stadium. It is the Raiders stadium. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. the same stadium, yeah. um, um, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I've so never yeah. been to a Raiders game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, uh, uh, so yeah, so you went to a lot of games when you were. Oh yeah, I just went to a ton of games and this was like, you know, I was, uh, a kid and a teenager, like I'm casually paying attention sure. at this point, mm-hmm. you know, like, um, and this was also during like kind of the height of like your Mark McGuire stuff and like all of that, like mm-hmm. that home run kind of uh, big deal back then in mm-hmm. the nineties. The um, Bash brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then I would just like, I'll have these like church youth group times where we'd go and stuff. Um, and it's been like Jason Giambi was playing for the Oakland days. Um, and so I went to some like pretty premium games that I had, really no idea about at the time you know but now i have like all these pictures of me and all these like stories of me being there and i'm like oh it wasn't a big deal to me at the time but looking back i'm very glad i was and the biggest game of that was i was at the 20th game when um uh in 2002 uh when billy bean had taken over as general manager of the oakland a's and he'd kind of done the the money ball um uh, new way of like picking the team yeah. and trades and stuff that, he, uh, and they had won 20 games in a row and uh, a new record after the, and the 20th game was an insane one. Yeah. That's, it's an absolutely crazy game. It's an absolutely crazy game because <laughs> Billy traditionally does not watch the games, but when they were going to set the record um, and they had won 19 in a row and they were 11 to zero and he's just like, uh, and his like daughter convinced him to go, or at least that's what happened in the fucking movie. I don't know. And, you know like, whatever, whatever actually happened. I don't know. But then they uh, came back like and tied it up, and then the A's dramatically won still yeah. for their twentieth win, and it was crazy. And also, like I was in my church youth group went to that game, and I'm there. <laughs> And we each have a sign that says, because like, I was there with some diehard fans. And I was like, this is fun. And I'm just like chit-chatting with the girls. And it was just like, pay attention. I, <laughs> I, I, I did, though, you know. Yeah. And we all had signs that spelt out 20, like T-W-E-N-T-Y. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like the W or some something. And we had like big signs. And we were like on TV for it, too. Oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. That's great. Yeah. I was like looking at the real footage on Moneyball. I'm like, is that on me? Because <laughs> I was there, um, and that's a cool. And I've just liked being an Oakland A's fan in my life, just because like it's kind of a punk rock team. Yeah, it is. You know, it really is. It's not. It's not the Yankees. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also, my high school colors were green and gold at the time, so I just had a lot of like A's paraphernalia that mm-hmm. like I still wear. Yeah. Yeah, it really is kind of that that team. It, I'm a Giants fan, um, but like. I've always really kind of admired Oakland A's fans a lot more than I admire it's definitely Giants fans, but like fans yeah. of most other teams where it's like, oh, yeah, you're just like, I don't know. There's something kind of more like diehard and like underground punk, like you said, yeah. about it in and a way. Also, we don't win, you know, like yeah. we really haven't kind of reached it. Yeah, um, but are good. Are good. Like. All, uh, often very good. Might make the wild card. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. So I will say that growing up in the Bay Area, like I went to Oakland A's games, um, uh, cause like 
the Pac Bell Stadium or SBC or AT&T, whatever it is now, mm-hmm. um, wasn't even built then, you know. Uh, and so, but then once it was, and my mom works for that company, AT&T. And so they were able to get a lot of tickets for that thing once it was, uh, and so we started going to a lot of Giants game because of her work and what a gorgeous stadium yeah, that is. An and then they yeah. started winning all the damn time. <laughs> and I think my family was just like, well, we like the team that wins all the damn time. <laughs> and I found myself moving to New York and they're like, you're from there. You like the Giants. And I'm like, yeah. Yep. I do. I do. And that's really when I got into liking the Giants. I was a little bandwagony, like uh, like eight, ten years ago. Um, but now I fully am. And the Giants roster is the one I pay attention to a little more than the current A's roster. Sure. Yeah. But now it looks like the A's are going to have more of a chance. I think that it's it's okay to be a little bandwagony joining up. Well, you win you know? three and five. You're gonna pay attention. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. And that's a good. That's a great way to get people on board to become fans. Yeah. Um, I started paying more attention to baseball in general when Cleveland started playing well again, and yeah. it was a really fun way, exciting way to get back into it. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, and I just kind of like. I think that this is like not an uncommon kind of thing too, where it's like, all right, well, I grew up as this fan, but then I moved to this place. And well, I might as well like this team now because they're the team I'm going to be seeing. The most we talked to I John like Purcell about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, well, yeah, now this other team is like doing better and they're near me too. Like, I don't think it, it's like makes, I don't know. I think that's a pretty uh, uh, understanding and common kind of thing that's going to happen. I like the Mets too now yeah. too because I live here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have transitioned to like really liking the Giants and now it's like a family thing where like, and my mom has really become like a baseball nerd in the last like 10 years in a way that she was not. Uh, and like, I'll just at any point in her house, she's got basketball or like baseball games just like on the radio. Mm-hmm. And like, if we're driving in the car, that's like the radio we have to listen to. When, when do you think that started? Um, uh, probably when they started winning okay, really. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I think she paid attention. We were living in Sacramento for a while before that, and now that she's back living in the Bay, she's, like, fully in and going to games a lot, too. Loves Will Smith. Loves Will Smith. Uh, well, I mean, really? She loves Hunter Pence. <laughs> My mom has, like, a Hunter Pence bobblehead in her room. And stuff. I um, love that. That's incredible. Yeah, and Hunter Pence was playing for the Sacramento Rivercats for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I love AAA baseball, too. Like, I love... I love minor league. I just went to a Cyclones game a couple weeks ago. Cyclones um, games are so fun. Yeah, they're, they're so fun. I also liked that they had dancers. They had one male dancer that I was like, mm-hmm. he's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, their dance team's great. Yeah, it is. And the king. Yeah. You know, this stupid mascot, the king. I don't... What? Is that the... There was like a guy who was just talking a lot. Yeah, yeah that's, that's him. him. That's him. <laughs> I couldn't hear a single word he was saying. It was like bad microphones on everything. That's great. Yeah, I went on Seinfeld night, apparently. Oh, sure. Cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, so, uh, how, how are you feeling about the Giants now? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. It just seems like this is, you know, they're trying to claw their way to a wild card. Um, but um, we're not the team we were years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of people on the team that I, like, I had fallen in love with, you know, like Buster Posey is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, like Bumgarner. Future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Buster Posey. Um, <laughs> I, I have a, you know, I still got my Tim Lincecum posters <laughs> oh, up. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. I love Timmy. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. 
So like a, a, a sad story of a career just because it was so short, but really cool. He's doing fine. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, of he, course. I also just like the I like the kind of culture of uh, like people who were on the Giants at that time. You know, mm-hmm. it just was like a bi- band of weirdos. Yeah, absolutely. And Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson's so weird. Yeah, Sergio Romeo. Sergio oh, Romo's yeah. kind of weird. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Hunter Pence is weird. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I love Hunter Pence. There's a real, there, uh, from a few weeks ago, this podcast we've mentioned on this podcast before, uh, Effectively Wild had an interview with Hunter Pence, and it's great. It's just kind of about him, like, uh, getting back into the majors and, like, going to this trainer that helped him, like, helped him out with his swing a little bit mm. and, like, how he changed his swing and stuff like that and how that, and now he's having, like, a really good year again. Uh, so, anyway, it's worth listening to, and it just makes you like him a lot. Because he's cool. great. That's great. Yeah. I'll have to listen to that. I yeah. follow a like batting coach on Twitter, and it's really fascinating. Uh, the amount of like fights he picks with other people and say like, "Oh, surely this will be the way to get your swing back." Um, <laughs> it, it it's a level of petty I see nowhere else on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I also love Brandon Belt. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. He's s- s- such a such like a Bank Crawford g- g- goofy looking guy. Mm-hmm. Brandon Bell. So a team like the A's, right? We've got this kind of like yeah. smaller market team. They're uh, in, in my, the sh- in my heart of hearts. I just I wish that they would win. Sure, like, of if, course. If people I would maybe love decide, that. Yeah. like, if, do you want the Giants win or do you want the A's? I'm like, A's. yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, you know, they're in the shadow of this bigger team, mm-hmm. the Giants. Uh, I don't mind that California dominates at a lot of these sports. You know, sure. I, I guess I want to know, like, what what do we want from a team? Do we want the A's to uh, build a new stadium? And if if they, I mean, we want maybe we want them to do that if they'll pay for it, right? We don't want the taxpayers to pay for it, but let's say they pay for it. Do we want them to like build a new stadium in a nicer area and like kind of maybe become just another one of these teams, like the Royals or? the Orioles or a team like that? Or do we kind of want them to stay this kind of like grungy stadium that isn't really good, uh, but like maybe it allows them to keep their prices a little bit lower. They don't really have any stars on the team because they can't really afford to have, or they claim they can't really afford to have mm-hmm. it. Like, I guess like, do we, is it fun that there is a team like that in the majors? Even though it's maybe maybe a less good experience for the fans. Would you say that they're like, there's got to be some raggedier teams than the A's, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe like the Rays. Tampa yeah. Bay Rays are maybe the only team I could think of that are raggedier. Yeah. But they're about, they're got, they got to be about even. I mean, that the Oakland Coliseum has to be like the oldest stadium in baseball now at this point. Really? And it's, I don't, Yeah. And it's not a great place to watch baseball. It's not a great stadium. I don't think anybody's claiming that. It's not like a beautiful stadium. Yeah, the seats like don't really face the direction that they should face. <laughs> or oh in, my God. In, in some of the areas, at least. Interesting. Very interesting. I guess, yeah, yeah, if you have to play football yeah, in the exactly. same place. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, it's really crazy that they do both that there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I've just really... 
like there's not a lot of like sun cover either. Like I've just been mm-hmm. like soaked in yes. sun for days and really like I have to go sit over there for a while. And then there's just people like beating drums there too. Like they've yeah. got that whole section of like drummers at the A's games. Yeah. Um, I like it raggedy. I like it grungy. That's sort of just my style. Yeah. And I think that I would lose a little bit of the magic that way. But I think that there's a way for Oakland to capture that. Like Oakland is a city like on the rise that's really an epicenter of like like the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. and um and like social progressivism that I really think that Oakland could build and be part of a cool community and stadium that keeps with being kind of like an edgy kind of aesthetic and without selling out to major league baseball fully. Yeah. I like that a lot. I think there probably is too. I hope that like, as long as, you know, big tech doesn't like take over it too much. It, uh, Oakland's great. I, anytime I go back to the Bay area now, I hardly spend much time in San Francisco at all. I'm spending most of my time in Oakland because that's where Same. the people that I know live, at least in East Bay generally. That's you know, I spent be like four hours there and really love yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's going to be Tesla Stadium soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, cool. <laughs> I think I, I have... I. Uh, also agree. I would love for the A's to maintain, you know, their their grit, their punk rock yeah. um, sort of vibe. I feel like I would have no problem with revitalizing the stadium and doing like major gut work and revamp sure. um, to fix these issues and make it better. But I I like maintaining a little bit of tradition. Um, but if if anything uh, is a danger to them, like keeping the prices low and making it, you know, a yeah. team of the people. Yeah. That's the number one. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Keep it a team of the people. Keep it cheap. Keep everyone coming there. And, like, also be of the community. Be of Oakland, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. I've had a, a girl I went to high school with who was obsessed with the Oakland A's, like, and just, like, wore swag all day, every day. And then, like, and now she works there. And, oh, and she wow. got this job like two years ago and it was just like my lifelong dream of working there. And she's just like executive assistant at the field every day. That's great. Yeah. It's yeah, re- that's I'm, really fun. I'm really yeah. great. It's great to see. Yeah. Well, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's rad. Um, Devin, before we depart, is there any anything you'd like to plug? Um, I mean, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at, at Devin underscore. Um, same on both. And... Uh, just the underscore not spelled out. Um, I host uh, Cool Shit, Weird Shit at UCB. Uh, UCB Subculture, second Saturday of every month at 11.30. It's a great show. Yeah. Definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm on Herald Night. Um, also a great show. Check it out. You guys used to do that. We did. We yeah. sure did. <laughs> we sure did. Uh, cool. Okay, um, well, this is fun, guys. Dev, thanks this so much for best. doing this. Thank you so this much. This was great. Uh, yeah. And I think we solved it. Yeah, I think we solved it. Am I forgetting anything that I was going to talk about? Oh, we covered oh, the oh, stuff I, up top. I used to be in the major leagues too. I oh, mention. Well, we don't have the time. Um, I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about when I was on the Twins. Yeah. We'll try and squeeze you in. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thanks so man. much, Devin. Thank you, guys. Bye. We'll see you next time. The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.
it, dude. <laughs>